Hey there, mother lovers. It is another episode of Last Call at McLaren's. I hope that you guys are ready to talk some How I Met Your Mother. I am uh, one of your co-hosts, Josh, here with my fantastic co-host here, John, my best friend, my brother. How you doing, man? Dude, I'm doing great. Looking forward to talking about it. some uh, awesome, awesome episodes of How I Met Your Mother. Absolutely. It's going to be fantastic. And today we are talking Season 1, Episode 9, Belly Full of Turkey, the uh, very first of many Thanksgiving episodes uh, for this show. Uh, This episode aired November 21st, 2005, directed by Pamela Fryman, and uh, brought back to the writing room. We got Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Love those guys. Clone high. I need some more. You know it. Uh, So the summary for this episode, Lily and Marshall head to Minnesota to spend the holiday with his family. Robin and Ted want to volunteer at a soup kitchen and are surprised to learn that Barney works there year-round. All right, so uh, I had a few side notes for this episode. Like I said, it's the first of many Thanksgiving episodes, and it's the only one where the gang is not seen celebrating together. That is a true statement. Uh, We also learn in this episode that Robin is Canadian. Did not know that prior to this. We meet Marshall's family for the first time, obviously, and we learn about the Lusty Leopard for the first time. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of firsts, John. A lot of firsts. Are you excited? That's fair. <laughs> I'm like sitting here thinking excited. about it in my head, and I'm like, wow, no, you're right, man. We learn a lot in this episode. Yeah, no, we, we definitely do, and uh, I'm excited to uh, to talk about a lot of it. So uh, we first get future Ted. He tells his kids the story of Thanksgiving 2005. We're in the apartment. Lily exits the bathroom saying she just ralphed, to which Ted tells Robin about a new drink that Barney made, uh, made them try out the night before, called the Thanks Teeny, which is apparently cranberry juice, potato vodka, and a bouillon cube. Yep. Can't say that uh, I'm too enticed by that. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a bit more about this and some other drinks that he has in Barney's blog uh, at the end of the episode because uh, uh, he has a whole, a whole bunch of them. Uh, so Marshall, he says it's like Thanksgiving in his mouth. Yeah. Uh, and because <laughs> Barney says it's like, a, it's like a turkey dinner. And I'm just like, I understand that it's a bouillon cube, okay? So it probably has that little bit of a, of a chicken flavor. But potato vodka doesn't taste like potatoes, first off. Uh, and, I mean, I really don't think I, – I don't know, man. I have I, – I do not believe for a second that this drink tastes good. I have not had it, but I cannot – I mean, I just – I don't buy I wouldn't buy assume it. by any means that this drink tastes edible by any, any <laughs> sense of the word. Yeah. So how Jason Siegel manages to throw back an entire like glass of it and act like it's like the most delicious thing ever, I give him a lot of credit. Yeah, man, I don't <laughs> that bullion cube is what gets me every time. Well, and you know, I thought about that when I watched the episode too, because he takes a full bullion cube and just drops it in the cup, and I'm like, that's not gonna dissolve. At least not right away. It will I mean, eventually dissolve, but that would take a while. True, because I mean, it's not like it's a boiling liquid or anything. So yeah, it would take a while. 
Yeah. Like, I, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, you're better off using, like, bouillon powder at that point. Yeah. So it, it, it makes me think, like, is it really just essentially, like, what they use, like, what they put olives in martinis? It's just there. I would assume I mean, so, probably. So, like, you, you drop it in. You might get a tiny bit of that bouillon flavor. You drink your, you know, cranberry vodka, and then there's a, a bouillon cube at the bottom of your glass. You know, I mean, that that's what would happen. Uh, in that situation. Oh. Yeah. And then you'd get some people yeah. who would just down yeah. and then you'd swallow the whole bully you know, on you. Know, you know how you make it just a hit more Thanksgiving ish? How? Oh. Instead of garnishing it with a green olive, you garnish it with black olives. Sure. Sure. Uh, I mean, you could always just stick a turkey leg in your glass. I don't know. <laughs> it was served in a turkey like um uh like a turkey leg cup. I like that. A turkey leg shaped cup. I dig it. I dig it. Oh yeah. All right. Uh Barney also apparently has another holiday drink called the Kwanzapolitan, they say here. Uh which I found interesting because like I said, we're gonna be talking about some uh of these drinks that Barney has created uh in Barney's blog later on. However, the Kwanzapolitan is not listed, and I could not find like an actual recipe for it. I'm sure they probably didn't put it on the list because it's. I mean, that's borderline racist. I know. I was like, that's that's pushing it. That's pushing it. The thanks te- the, the the yeah the thanks teeny's on the list. Yeah, but, uh, not the Kwanzaa Politan. <laughs> well, I mean, only, only certain people celebrate Kwanzaa. I mean, Kwanzaa is a it's a, it's a black holiday, so I mean, it's not like it's. Yeah, I mean that everybody and their mother is gonna, you know, want yeah. at some point. Yeah, that's true. It's uh, I, I found it interesting because I was like, I really wanted to know what was in it. Yeah, I uh, mean, I would uh, want to know what's in it too. Yeah. Uh, then we learn that Marshall and Lily are heading to Minnesota to spend Thanksgiving with his family. Marshall, super, super excited about it. So much so that he forgets. Uh, you know, uh, he realizes that he forgot to pack underwear. Uh, however, yeah. Lily. Not so excited. Uh, she, I love the scene where she's like, yeah, no. Because I've totally done that before. <laughs> I've yeah, totally Have used... you ever forgotten to pack underwear? Because, I mean, that's an important thing. Actually, yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> 100% I've done that. Um, Ted and Robin discuss their plans for Thanksgiving. Ted is staying in New York because he has to work. And Robin reminds Ted... And us, the audience, because we didn't know this at, at the time, yeah. that she's Canadian and that they celebrate it in October, uh, for which Ted proceeds to mock her about. Uh, and then Robin just smacks him down with some like truth bombs about the, the shittiness of, of, our, of our own country. I know, mean, our healthcare system and everything else. And it's like, oh, damn, like they went there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she all. Yeah, he, she totally does. And all Ted had for a retort was uh, saying, uh, your cops are called Mounties. Mounties. That was it. That was all he had. He had nothing else. Because he knows it's true. Uh, we learn that Barney has told him that he'll be spending his Thanksgiving at a strip club. Though we later on find out that's not true. Uh, Ted decides to volunteer at a homeless shelter to serve food. Uh, Marshall bursts out of the bathroom, still looking, or out of the bedroom, sorry, still looking for his underwear, which, (laughs) thanks to Lily, he realizes is already in his bag, and they leave. Then we enter the Erickson house. Everyone 
in that house is huge. Yep. Even the women. Because Jason Siegel is like six three, six four, right? His the actors who play his brothers are taller than him. Oh yeah. His sister in laws are like his height. Like yep. they're like easily six feet plus, both of them. Plus, so is his mom. Yes. And so I'm like, damn, like literally everybody. It's not just the Ericsons, it's it's the women as well who aren't part of that blood. I mean I found Minnesota, it. man. It's true. Uh what I also found interesting, I'm pretty sure we never see the sister-in-laws again. Because they probably fucking killed themselves. See? Right there. We got a nice early one for you, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, they, seriously, they do we... reference um, at least one of the brothers went through a divorce, and he ends up in, yeah. like, Hawaii working at a surf shop. Yeah, it's uh, Marcus, I believe. He gets, I'm pretty uh, sure you're week. right. He leaves his wife and his, like, two kids. That he yeah. Has. Yeah, but, like, I was like, I'm pretty sure. Because, like, we see the brothers multiple times. Oh, multiple times. But I'm like, we never see those two girls ever again. Nope. Nope. Never again. Uh, so the guys, uh, they head outside to play a, a game called Basque Ice Ball. Mm-hmm. Not Ice Get Ball, John. Basque ice ball. I mean, ice get ball. Lily has a silly. really good point. The ice get ball is just a little bit easier. Yeah, it flows better. It does. Like yeah, you know, absolutely. But you know, basque ice ball. <laughs> yeah, basque ice ball. Uh, Lily tries to get in on it, saying uh, that Marshall's brother Marcus throws like a girl, and yeah. then he just chucks the basketball right into Lily's head, and she just goes flying. I mean, in all fairness, it's chest level for everybody else. It's true. Uh, it, okay, so I don't know if you noticed this or not. Um, it was at this point that I was like, wait a minute. And I had to pause the episode. Uh, and I realized all of the men in Marshall's family, their names start with Mar, M-A-R. You have his dad, who is Marvin Sr. Yeah. You have his two brothers, Marvin Jr. and Marcus. And you have him, Marshall. Wow, I did not realize Marshall- that. Marshall goes on to have a son, names him Marvin. Marvin, after his dad. Marcus has two kids, uh, eventually. He doesn't have them at the moment, but uh, Marcus Jr. (laughs) and Martin. Oh, shit. And and Marvin Jr. has a son, which we see in this episode, also named Martin. Oh. Yeah. So I thought that was rather interesting. Uh, I, I went down a little rabbit hole, like, looking up. Yeah, uh, I their, can tell. Their kids and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah you're doing some fucking research. <laughs> but they they really uh, decided to to go on a set path with this family for their. Ho- name, hopefully, man. you people listening to this episode, or you you realize what Josh is giving you at this point. Like he is doing the research to make this podcast like fulfilling, fulfilling. And speaking of fulfilling, let's get back to the episode. That's right. Uh, so Ted and Robin show up at the shelter, and they find Barney volunteering there. They Which learn is that he, funny. yeah, it is funny. He has a completely different attitude when he's there. You know, he's not the, you know, the same Barney that we're used to. No. There are some, there are some hints of his, of, of Barney uh, in there when he's doing stuff. Like uh, at one point, I mean, I'm pretty sure I. I mention it later but i'll say it now where he uh he says you know it's giving him a soul boner yeah 
you know, stuff like that, where it's like, yeah, that's that's Barney right there, but he's definitely toning it down. Um, they they learn that he's there every Sunday, and is a highly respected uh, person there, and, and is considered like one of the best volunteers. Yeah, like he's even yeah. got his own plaque on the wall. Yeah, uh, Ted and Barney are told to go home as they have too much help. You mean Barney and Robin? Oh, I said Barney, didn't I? Yes, Ted and Robin are told to go home. Uh, and, and Barney vouches for them so that they get the chance to stay because they really want to help. You know, they do. Know that they don't do anything like this any other time of the year. But, you know, they feel the need, the need to help. <laughs> uh, <laughs> back in Minnesota, uh, Judy gives Lily a Mrs. Erickson apron that Lily yes. obviously not a fan of. Uh, I mean – it's kind of tacky. I'll be totally honest it's with you. Very tacky. But yeah. I love how Judy uh, like prefaces it with like, "I know it's a little early, but yeah. you know you're gonna be yeah. in this era." And I'm like, first off, as far as we know at this point, Marshall and Lily haven't even set a fucking date. Yeah, I know. Like, I don't they're think engaged, but like, yeah, no date has been set that we're aware of. So. Yeah. Yeah, you're really jumping the fucking gun. And for people who have watched the show, we know what happens at the end of season one. And yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. And you never see that apron again. You know, you don't. You want to know why? Because that apron probably fucking killed itself. <laughs> First <laughs> off, that's my line. <laughs> I know. I know it is. <laughs> uh, second off, um, <laughs> she, I mean... It's just really funny because, you know, I don't think she got rid of it. I think it's in the box. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I guarantee you she pulls that thing out anytime they come over. You know what I mean? I bet you it, it, it just pops out because we find out later on that she has kept a lot of random stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That's why I referred it to it as the box. It's the stuff yeah. that, like, they don't want around the apartment any other time. But they'll put oh, it yeah. out when they know, like, <laughs> Marvin and Judy are coming. Yep. Uh, something I I thought about uh, during this has Lil- like so Marshall and Lily have been together for a while. Has she never met his family? According to this episode, no. This is the first time she goes home with him. Yeah, because like she doesn't know about things like Basque ice ball, or later on we learn about the seven layer salad. She well, doesn't know. Uh, I and, cannot wait and the fact the seven layer salad and the fact that everybody is so gigantic yeah. like uh, that mean in all these years they've never gone back to minnesota for no. any reason any reason and his parents have never gone there it seems apparently not which yeah, is kind of so, weird yeah i found that i found that interesting uh because like i said they've been together for quite a while all right uh let's see <laughs> lily wants to help out Judy tells her that uh, she's going to be on salad duty, but it's not the kind of salad that Lily's expecting. As I just mentioned, it is the Erickson family seven layer salad. Now we only learn a few layers in this episode. Okay. We learn, obviously there's the mayonnaise. Yep. We learn about gummy bears and potato chips. And later on, we learn about Funyuns. Yep. But as I was doing research, I found out that prop master David Baker revealed all of the ingredients online. 
do it. Yes. Uh, and you can actually see them. It, like, once you know what they are, there's a couple of shots in the episode where you get to see, you can see the entire salad. Oh, yeah. And you can, and knowing what they are, you can be like, okay, yeah, that is what that is. That is what that is. Okay. okay. So t- let me ask you one. Okay. Tell me there's mashed potatoes in that. No. No. I think, I think whatever you think is mashed potatoes is just mayonnaise. Because in between each layer is more mayonnaise. Is mayonnaise, yeah. Yeah. So it's 16 cups of mayonnaise, which they, yeah. they reveal there. Um, it's The first layer is guacamole. Oh, my God. You can, see, you can see the green layer. Yeah. The second layer is bacon bits. And it's a thick fucking layer of bacon Yeah, bits. that's a lot of bacon bits. Then... I was kind of surprised that these two, these next two, uh, knowing what the last three are. Um, so we get shredded carrots and purple cabbage. And I'm like, okay, well, those first four are fairly normal ingredients for things, okay? Yeah, because def- like, there's like recipe for like coleslaw in there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then Funyuns, gummy bears, potato chips. That's just wow. So now here's my question, okay? Because like you, you would, uh, you said, you see the salad. It's fucking. It's huge. Yeah, it's huge. Are you supposed to eat it layer by layer and just wait till like the layer you really want comes up, or yeah. are you supposed to like just like dig in like? That is a wonderful question, John. Because I have no idea how you're supposed to. Eat I thing. thought about the like I realistically when I watched the episode again because again. I know I'm a horrible person, but usually when I watch this show and I binge watch this show, I don't do season one. A lot of depressing shit in season one, plus a lot of setting up character development and shit like that. For Even though now as we're going through, it's like, there's a lot of key great episodes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I saw the salad again for the first time, I was like, Jesus, fuck, like, how do you eat it? Do you eat it layer by layer or like... Like I said, do you scoop in and grab like two to three layers at a time if you can? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, because like, and I'm wondering if is that why the like somewhat healthier stuff is at the bottom? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean, the, the weird part about that is though is the mayonnaise part of it alone, because yeah. they don't use like, okay, for those of you who I don't know where you're from, there is a mayonnaise substitute called salad dressing, and it's like a Miracle Whip-ish. Yeah, the brand name is called Miracle Whip. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, is I could probably do like that in there because it's at least tangy and not as thick and disgusting-ish. But (laughs) I am not a mayonnaise guy by any means. And like that much mayonnaise, 16 cups of mayonnaise, like I'm out. It's two cups in each layer because if you, because it's seven layers. yeah. Okay. You're right. And And mayonnaise would go on the top. Uh, to finish fuck. it off, so there would be eight layers of mayo. So it'd be two cups of mayo per. I, I couldn't per do layer. it. Yeah, that is way too much mayonnaise. Yeah, did you see that that jar that they brought out? Yeah, jar fucking tubs. All those industrial yeah. sized ones. I was like, fuck, man. Uh, uh-uh, uh, no way. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hard tag waiting to happen. Yeah, I'm not. I don't even like things. I don't even like like potato <laughs> salad. You know, which is essentially a, you know, yeah. all that like mayo and stuff in it. I'm not even a big fan of that. I don't. I don't eat a lot of mac salad. It's okay, but I'm just like, I put mayonnaise on my sandwiches, but like, I don't even like a lot of it on there. If it's too thick, it's like this is, nah, 
this is not that great. <laughs> but <laughs> that salad, no thank you. Uh-uh, pass him. I will dig through to the gummy bear layer, <laughs> take all the gummy bears out, rinse them all off, and then I'll eat them. That's my tip for you guys. <laughs> so, yes, that, that is the Erickson uh, family seven-layer salad. If you feel froggy and want to make your own version with these ingredients, feel free. Send us a pic. I would love to see it. Yes. And then tell us how it tastes. At last call H-I-M-Y-M on Twitter. Please uh, send us that pic. Uh, I mean, Thanksgiving is coming up, you know, in a few months. So <laughs> it's it's not that far away. So send it to us. I'd love to see it. Uh, anyways, Marshall comes in all excited from playing basketball. ball. Uh, Lily obviously wants him to stay in. He seems a bit oblivious to it, though, you know? He really so, yes, does. She, she does tell him, you know, he can go. But he's obliv- He's real oblivious to, like, how she's feeling. And I, and I feel like if he's paying attention, he would have noticed. You know what I mean? Cause, like, you feel like he would, yeah. Because she wanted him to stay. She said that, you know. But he's all wrapped up in being back in Minnesota that he just he just doesn't notice. Um then Lily starts making the salad, scoops out this giant fucking thing of mayo. And I literally, when I saw it, I was like, ew. <laughs> uh, so back at the shelter, Barney acting so nice. But like I said before, weirdly still like Barney. This is where he you know, makes the, uh, the soul boner line. And uh, Ted and Robin, they don't buy it. They don't buy it. You can tell. Nope. Uh, then we head back to the Ericsons. Lily is working on the salad when Judy asks her about her plans for children. Lily says that, uh, you know, they haven't thought about this, uh, but we learned that Lily is six days late. and She's kind of freaking out about it. Oh, she's totally freaking out. Oh, yeah. Uh, Judy reveals that uh, Marcus was a 15-pound baby, <laughs> saying, you know, not much bigger than this turkey right here. I'm like, damn, that's a big turkey. Well, there's like, a lot of people eating, though, too, dude. Oh, no, I get that. But, like, when I say that, I mean, like, damn, that's a big turkey, which means that was a big fucking baby. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, that I get. Yeah. And she had them all natural, she proclaims, too. Yeah. I mean, that thing must be gaping. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, so, back at each other. <laughs> what, John? <laughs> Uh yeah, I know, I know. Back at the shelter, oh, fuck. Ted, Ted and Robin are talking uh, about how it's hard finding charity work. And then Robin decides to, uh, you know, play a little charity for Ted and introduces him to a cute volunteer named Amanda uh, by playing a game called Have You Met Ted? We know that game. We do know that game. And she really talks up Ted, saying that, you know, real sexual and all this stuff. I thought that was really funny. Uh, Amanda, who is, like I said, the volunteer girl, has them uh, sort out some boxes, putting the good stuff in a separate box. We find out later on it's uh, not quite what they think it's for. Then they discover that uh, Barney was Volunteer of the Year, and this is that plaque that John was talking about. Yeah, it's a cool little plaque. He's holding a ladle. It's a whole different side of Barney that like, you would never think that you would see and like throughout the episode, you know, like I knew where it was going, but I'm just like, I would, I would have loved to be like in their shoes, just kind of wondering what the fuck is going on. You know well, what yeah, I mean? Cause, Cause like there's a couple points where they're literally like, 
like Ted made a comment at one point somewhere in the episode where he's like, what is going on with the universe today? He's like, yeah. Barney's like Mother Teresa. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they just don't know. They don't know what's happening. But it all makes sense later on. Uh, back at the, the house in Minnesota, everyone is sitting down for dinner. Ashley brings in baby Martin, a three-month-old that looks like a three-year-old. Yeah. And Lily gets kind of freaked out by it because of how big he is. Well, because you know he's drinking his milk. He's drinking, yeah. And then they, everybody drinking milk. Yep. Giant, like, I like milk. I'll sit down and have a glass of milk once in a while. But, like, I don't think I've ever sat down and had a glass of milk, like, as my drink with dinner. You know what I mean? A lot maybe, when I was a maybe a chocolate milk. I might do that. <laughs> I would I, just I, drink, I, reg- drinking- I would just drink milk, like, like kind of randomly, as opposed to like with a meal. Yeah, no, I did it a lot when I was a kid. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. What I thought was kind of cool was though, is if you're paying attention, they're also using like beer pilsners. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, and I'm like, wow, that's a real throwback to being like a '90s kid almost. I know. <laughs> Everybody had those things back then, yeah. man. Dude, I still have them in my cupboard today. I know. <laughs> uh, so uh, she reveals. That she isn't, and when I say she, I'm talking about Lily, reveals she isn't taking Marshall's name. And the family, uh, they're not quite sure how to respond to that. They're not happy about it. No. Yeah. She then says that uh, their kid won't be growing up in St. Cloud. But Marshall takes his family's side on this. You know, like he's he's like, well, why not? You know, it was a great place to, to, to live and everything. And I'm like, damn, bro. Like. You're just like throwing her under the bus here. Oh yeah, dude. He feeds her to the wolves on this one. Oh and yeah. And it's weird because you know, like, so okay. So we don't really hold back from talking about like future things, but you know, it's really weird to hear this argument now because then, like, during the whole Ted Stella thing, he's gung ho that like his kid's gonna grow up in the suburbs. You know, like he wants to not be in New York, and I'm like, well, it kind of reflects back to that like here in yeah. you know this time where he's like oh my i want to go back to minnesota and blah 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 and yeah. i'm like he, Man. He, he is a suburb guy yeah he really is he really is and, and yeah that like you said that comes back and uh and i think that's a good point because i don't think i had ever thought about that connection the all the times i've watched that episode when it's it when it comes back really funny because like there's a lot of times throughout the show where people pick on Marshall because of how nice he is because yeah. you know he's from Minnesota and it's like I get it like they really play up the Marshalls like the innocent one in the group where like you know he doesn't see bad in people and he's always in a good mood and like there's the oh you were walking down the street and you're like da 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 fixing a bike <laughs> and shooting break dancing yeah and I'm like but that is all part of who Marshall is. Yeah, Marshall's not the cynical one. He's not the asshole. He's just the guy who wants to be happy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, he just wants a good life. Really, he wants to have a good, happy life with the people that he loves. That's it. hell yeah. I mean, don't we all really? Uh, so after he, you know, throws her to the wolves, uh, she Lily gets up and takes off. So she's gonna yep. go to the bathroom and then just. Out the door. Uh, then we go back to the shelter 
Ted asks Amanda what the, the box that they're putting all the good stuff in is for. She tells them that it's for her and that she's yep. to, to put it in her car because she's going to take it home. Because, yep. you know, you know, they get so much food, it's not all going to be eaten. Ooh, truffle oil, score! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Barney even scolds them uh, for, for helping her. And then it's revealed that Barney is a volunteer because it's court mandated. He's yeah, on he tries probation. to get the one dude to sign off on his uh, timesheet. Yeah. Uh, and then, <laughs> then we learn that it's because he got busted for public urination after getting drunk uh, and peeing in an alley uh, where a church was. He wound up peeing on a church, yep. which also happened to be the judge's church. Yep. And so he wound up with a bunch of a bunch of probation time. So, because <laughs> he's been there for a while. And then we learn later on that he's still got like 40 hours left. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Barney, sick of being judged by Ted and Robin, says, uh, you know, at least he's doing something good. And asks, you know, what have you guys done? Ted stops and thinks about it. And then he grabs a bag of portobello mushrooms and goes and tells on Amanda. But the, the like manager guy there, his name is Kendall. He is also in on it and says yep. that he had called dibs on the portobello mushrooms. So what does Ted do? He takes those mushrooms, runs into the dining area, and just starts tossing them out to people. Starts just, tossing the people. Full-on, big-ass portobello mushrooms just flying around the room. <laughs> that thought was pretty funny. These oh, are really wait. expensive! Whoosh, whoosh. Uh, so back in Minnesota, Lily is at uh, a convenience store buying a pregnancy test. And she gets kind of snippy with the cashier there because she's, you know, freaked out. She's angry. She's scared, kind of all rolled up into one. She's just, she's ready to burst. Uh, and she just unleashes on this dude uh, everything that she's been feeling. Uh, and when she asks if there's a bathroom, he says no. And that, she, and that he just holds it, which I thought was like, uh, pretty sure that's illegal. Um, pretty, sure there, pretty sure there has to be a bathroom. But uh, hey, maybe there is. And he just didn't want her to use it. <laughs> You know, I've done that before. Just saying. <laughs> I'm sure, sure you have. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and so we go back to the shelter. Ted and Robin are outside sitting on the curb because they have been fired from volunteering. I which wonder Ted, why. Yeah, which Ted is like, can you even get fired from volunteering? Apparently the answer is yes. Hmm. Then we learn so was Barney because he vouched for them. And so he, he, he was on the chopping block, too. Uh, and, he, and this is where he reveals he only had 40 hours left, and now he'll have to serve it, spearing trash on the side of the road. Sorry, guy. Maybe you shouldn't get drunk and pee on a church. Maybe. It is what it is. Uh, Ted feels bad and asks what he can do to make it up to him. And Barney has an idea. Thanksgiving at the Lusty Leopard. At the Lusty Leopard, yep. Yeah, buddy. Uh, they get there. Robin and Barney are, are eating. Barney's got like a turkey leg. Robin, I don't know, she's just, you know, eating something off a plate. And she and she agreed to him. She's like, the food is surprisingly good. Uh, and I think this comes up at another point. Um I was I was when I was doing some some of the research, I ha- I happened to glance and see uh there's another episode where I think it's Marshall says like the same thing to Barney about some food place that Barney suggests, which I thought Maybe. was interesting. And he says the same thing, that the food is surprisingly good. So apparently Barney has some uh, some fairly good food 
uh, you know, options out there. I right? mean, if they would read his blog, I mean, I'm saying, man, read his damn it's blog. It's getting better. It is. <laughs> uh, then back in Minnesota, we learned that Lily has been arrested for what? Public urination. That's right. As she was uh, trying to take her pregnancy test. Uh, like in a back alley somewhere. They, uh, Marshall goes to get her in jail. They have an argument about moving to St. Cloud. Then Marshall learns about the test yep. and everything, everything in his mind changes. You know, he's like, we can't teach our kid bass guys ball. That's dangerous. It's pretty yeah. much just us wailing on each other, <laughs> which I thought was, was really funny, but it turns out Lily was not pregnant. It was not, quite her time yet no bun in the oven no bun in the oven uh yeah but i'm sure uh, marshall was ready to put a roll in there what <clears throat> at the strip club robin tries to convince ted that he's a good guy ted says uh you know his firm is designing an executive lounge for a tobacco company saying that in the fight against cancer he's working on the side of cancer so he's really getting down on himself here so then Barney comes over with a homeless guy, tells Ted that if he wants to do something good, he should buy this man a lap dance. He begrudgingly agrees, and the episode wraps with shots of everyone just enjoying their Thanksgiving. Then while Ted is at the buffet, it's like the last scene uh, of the episode, a stripper approaches him, introduces herself as Amber, but then says uh, that her real name is Tracy. They shake hands, and the future Ted says, and that, kids, is the true story of how I met your mother. We flash to the kids yelling, what? And future, t- set, uh, future Ted says that he's just joking, and we fade to, fade to black and go to the credits, which I, th- I think this is really f- a funny foreshadowing because she says her name is Tracy. Yep. And then he says that's how I met your mother, which, if if you've never seen any of the rest of the show, just looking at that scene, you'd have to be like, okay, I have to assume then. And Tracy is their mother's real name, because yeah. why would the kids believe it then? Yeah, you know. And we do find out that in Tracy. fact, Tracy is the mother's uh, actual name, which I thought was interesting. I'm curious if they had always planned to call her Tracy. Or if they did it in this episode, and then they were like, "Well, I guess we gotta stick with that," or you know, I guess we should. I mean, stick maybe, with that. maybe both. You know, so because I, I, I know that, like, fairly early on, they knew how they wanted it to end. Yeah, they knew how they, knew how they wanted the show to end. So I wouldn't be shocked if they had her name already picked out. You know, uh, I would. Yeah. I would not be shocked if they knew that it was going to be a T name, no matter what, so that you know, her and Ted would have the same initials. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I really do believe that they probably had that planned out, but I just, I, cause it's something that as you, once you've watched the show and you go back and rewatch it, you see a lot of things that kind of foreshadow what's coming. But like, that's one that I had watched several times and not picked up on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, a lot of rewatches and I missed that little tidbit, which I was, and then I think you pointed it out to me. And yeah, I was like, we were oh, talking shit. about it off the air, and I was like, oh, my God, her name is Tracy. Yeah, and then, then you know, going and watching it here, I was like, oh, shit, yeah, her name is Tracy. I thought that was uh, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool, actually. All right, so 
that is the episode. Uh, John, you got any final thoughts on Belly Full of Turkey? Well, not for the same reason. Like, I, I got something I want to add, but it's only because you and I have been in a very similar situation. We're not, not serving community service or Thanksgiving at a in-law's house, but me and you used to volunteer a lot back That's in, true. like, 1999 and 2000. We yeah. were community servicing it up all the time. Yeah. And do you remember us doing community service at a food bank? I do. A, a friendly kitchen, perhaps? I, I do very much so. Do you remember <laughs> our one mishap? Yes, I do. A uh, entire stack of glasses just crashing to the ground. At, uh... Yeah, it was not the <laughs> best. <laughs> but it did happen, folks. It did happen. As, as for the episode itself, no, I, I've got no other thoughts. This is a decent episode. Yeah. It's, I like, like it, yeah. I like it, well, I mean, like you said, there's a lot of first times in this episode. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, it's not it's not a standout episode, but it's a good episode. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest. Like, I, I do really like this episode. But, like, when I, because I always look up, like, who wrote it before I go and rewatch it. And seeing that it was Phil Lord and Chris Miller, I was like, all right, this episode is going to bang, you know, it's going to slap, as the kids say. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, it was good, but it didn't, it, it didn't, it wasn't as good as I was, I kind of built myself up to based on who wrote the episode. Was it titillating? I mean, it was all right, man. It was, it was all right. It had some good moments in it. It did. Uh, but yeah. There are other Thanksgiving episodes that are, I think, are far superior. So I mean, it definitely obviously as we go on, we'll get there. (laughs) But for now, it is that time, John. It is time for Barney's blog. That's right, folks. This is the time. This is the that point in the episode where we talk about what's going on in Barney's blog related to this episode and. For this one, we have an entry titled Holiday Spirits. It is it was posted Tuesday, November 22nd, 2005 at 5:49 p.m. That's funny. Uh, this this is a list of holiday themed drinks which uh you know, I kind of alluded to earlier. We do get the uh the Thanks Teeny. Uh but there's uh, a whole bunch of other ones. Not like I said before, no no Quanzapolitan, but we've got the Long Winter's Nap, which is, a, is the, I'll be honest, it's kind of it's kind of funny. It's one bottle of rye whiskey, one bottle of children's formula cough syrup, and it says liberally spike the bottle of whiskey with the cough syrup and count your visiting relatives like sheep as you drift into a holiday hibernation of contentment. That's fucking great. Yeah. Uh, this one, which I'm like, what the F are you doing, dude? It's called Arbor Days, D-A-Z-E. One part gin, one tree-shaped car freshener. <laughs> it says, salute uh, our tall wooden friends in the on the last April Friday with a classy tumbler filled to the brim with dry gin and stirred with your choice of car fresheners. I recommend grabbing an assortment at your local car wash and trying out several shades, though I find the vanilla aroma and new car the most tree-licious. <laughs> <sighs> like, 
Wow. Like, <laughs> really, Barney? Like, somebody's going to try one of these, like that one, and probably get sick off of it. Like, that's... Probably. Uh, then we got the Christmas ham. Yeah. Ooh, ham. Let me guess. Let me guess. It's got something to do with bacon in it. Ooh, look at you. Very good. It is one part bourbon, one tablespoon of brown sugar, and one jar of bacon bits. Okay. Jar. It says, garnish this drink with a pineapple ring and enjoy all the flavor of a Christmas ham and ha- with half the calories and one twentieth the per- uh, preparation time, <laughs> allowing you more time to unwrap uh, any tasty presents dear Santa has left you under the tree. Damn. All right. Now, this next one has, uh, has a, a term that I'm not going to say because it's something that I'm not okay with. Uh, but you'll understand it when I when I say it. It's the Ramadan and Coke. It is one part rum, two parts cola, and then in parentheses it says, or pop if you're the R word. Oh man. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, that that uh that did not age well at all. No. Not at all. Like, uh okay, God guys. Damn. Yeah. So and uh Sorry, those are both wrong. It should be soda. No. <laughs> Just saying. We'll have this discussion at another time. Anyways, uh, the last one here is Independence Day Juice. It's one part cinnamon schnapps, one part milk, one part uh, curacao. I think that's how you pronounce it. And one package of sparklers. Shoot this spangled shot and avoid taking shop at the next 4th of July barbecue. No, place sparklers outside rim of shot glass. I mean, damn. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I I understand that there are some alcoholic beverages that use milk. Yeah. Like like a white Russian, like a mudslide. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, as, as the resident person on this show who used to drink a lot of white Russians. Wh- I mean, what is your opinion on milk in uh, various types of drinks? I mean, I love white Russians. So, I mean, yeah. So would, <laughs> would you be willing to try this one? Do you like cinnamon schnapps? I mean, first time for everything. And, and the curacao, like the only one that I know of is the blue one. So I'm assuming, yeah. which is what it is. is well, it's curacao. gotta be because you said it's a 4th of July drink. Yeah, I guess that would, yeah. So, I don't know what the actual flavor of it is. To be totally honest, I'm assuming with you. it's not going to be very good. But uh, is that something you'd be willing to try? I'm curious. I give it a shot. All right, sweet. <laughs> well, that folks was uh, Barney's blog for this episode and the episode in general. There it is, season one, episode nine, belly full of turkey. Uh, I hope that you guys have enjoyed. Listening to Last Call at McLaren's because we have enjoyed giving it to you, as Barney might say. No, I'm just here <laughs> for community service hours. Fair enough. How many you got left? 40. Fair enough. At least you're not spearing trash on the side of the road. <laughs> I might and be. With, and with that, John, let everybody know where they can find you. Well, I mean, you can find me on Twitter at Simply Sane with J. Uh, well, it's actually it's Simply Sane with J. Uh, one. Yeah, it's right down there at the bottom. Oh, uh, that's true. It is. Look at that. You know, maybe <laughs> I should just read the screen. Uh, you know, I'm also on Facebook. Um, you can always hit me up there. Hit me up on Twitter. 
Uh, I just posted a brand new episode of my own personal podcast, which yes. is Simply Sane with Jay. Uh, I had a guest this week, so it was actually kind of nice. Uh, you want to find out more about me? I recommend going to listen to the podcast. We really dove into a lot of stuff on this one. It's true. So that's one. me. Josh, what about you? You can find me on Twitter at JP Rayner. That's J P R A Y N O R. You can also find me at Mer- uh, Movie Blog Merc. That is the Twitter page for my site, Merc with the Movie Blog. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you're already on the YouTube page for it. So hit that like, smash that subscribe button. I want to see it. And also uh, hit the little bell there so you get notified anytime that uh, we drop a new episode and of course follow last call at mclaren's on twitter which you can see right down scrolling across the bottom at last call h-i-m-y-m be sure to check us out Uh, if you are listening on podcast uh if you're on anchor we are anchor.fm slash last call h-i-m-y-m you can leave us a voice message we would love to hear from you guys uh, we'll play it right here on the episode. Also, uh, if you're on uh, like Apple Podcasts, uh, you can leave a, uh, like a five-star review and a comment, and we will read that on air. So be oh, sure yeah. to do that. Uh, again, at Last Call, H-I-M-Y-M on Twitter, this has been Last Call at, McCl- uh, at McLaren's. John, what do you got for him? I mean, you don't have to go home, but you can't listen here. That's right, everybody. I hope you have a wonderful turkey day, whenever it is.